Hi, welcome to a brand new episode of Peace, Love, Avocado with Vohasio. Have you ever wondered what's that one thing that people comment on but with you, you think it's too much or it's not too, too much, it's little? Well, growing up, I was the short chubby kid and with that, my bum was protruding according to people not according to my memory so people that's the one thing that people usually commented on from family to peers to neighbors to random strangers that you have a big bum and over time i got sexualized a lot by older men who were probably in high school and uni and i remember there's one experience that he was my uncle's friend and he used to go chill there a lot and since my uncle used to stay with me a lot I would go there and eventually this person got way too comfortable that one day he tried to sexually harass me but I ran and from there I got so insecure about my body that anything big I would wear and for a certain phase of my life i was a tomboy i still am but yeah that point i was wearing big t-shirts big shorts big pants just anything big to cover my body because i felt insecure about who i was at that point in that i got to ask my friends and people who are really close to me about what they understood from the term insecurity and these are their responses diana said it's the feeling of not being enough nandi said a fear of feeling inexperienced in a certain area the feeling of inadequacy hope said it's dislike or jealousy towards someone because they have something that you want nani said it's low self esteem that leads to paranoia about someone or something masharia said self induced disguised trait that an individual creates as an alibi to what they dislike or lack about themselves bobo said inhibitions but more so lack of safety or safe space to embrace what you're insecure about mama dua said something about her that stands out debbie said it's something she wish she wishes she could change or oh, the low in me was about to pop but then it got me thinking all my friends if i was just to culminate their thoughts into one it would be the feeling of not being enough there are certain areas of my life where i felt i wasn't enough in my parenting in my mind in my confidence and with my beauty and most times my weight in my parenting is that how i take pictures of my daughter and see her as the most beautiful chocolate drop i've ever seen no cap and yes i'm hyping my kid because yes i made that is that when people would say that she looks like me i would be like i don't see it because i don't see myself i didn't see myself as beautiful i didn't see myself as worthy of being called beautiful and it's really strange because 
I will always tell my daughter that she's beautiful and she's gorgeous and she can do everything. And truthfully, what you pour into someone else, they pour it back to you. Because my daughter has the same thing that whenever I'm looking some type of way or maybe I'm trying to see if my face has cleared up, she'll say, Eish! You are beautiful, but she'll say it in Swahili, which is Eish, when I'm rainbow. And it makes me smile so hard because I'm like, fam, you see me as beautiful and that's the standard I should hold myself to. I should not think about the world. I should not think about anybody else, but I should see myself from how you see me. And with parenting, at times you feel like you're not doing enough. You're not being you're not doing valuable things that your child will appreciate and it makes you self 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 um sorry it makes you insecure about if you're doing the right thing if you're parenting the right way if you're adding morals and values that actually matter and that's not the case for me it's the case that I've been raised in a single parent household and I'm also raising my kid in a single parent household it's the insecurity of is she is she gaining enough does she know that she's loved enough does she know that she's confident does she know that she's valued and she's worthy and she can do anything she sets her mind to because i wasn't told that as a child and it made me insecure about my grades about my love for books my my imagination my wild thoughts not rihanna and the song no but my wild thoughts of seeing at times creating different scenarios in my head and just picturing picturing them actually flow and got me thinking that what if our insecurities are because of we were affirmed negatively we were affirmed negatively i say this because if someone constantly points out something about you it becomes now a conscious thought if someone says your bum is big consciously you'll start wearing longer clothes you'll start wearing baggy clothes because you don't want that feature to be to be pointed out in a group of friends if it's your weight you don't necessarily want to wear something that probably your arms will show the the top or the t-shirt or anything will show that your arms are like bulging out if it's your stomach you don't necessarily people to see that your stomach is bulging out before i got pregnant i used to think that according to culture and according to beauty standards that having a flat stomach was the epitome of beauty i wanted a flat stomach i worked hard for a flat stomach and anytime someone would point out that yo you have lost weight i'd be like thank you or if i wore something and my stomach wasn't showing and someone would comment like oh you look nice your stomach is looking you know kind of snatched i would feel so good because i would feel like you know what they're affirming what i've been working on and in real sense it was just a mask to show that i hadn't yet accepted who i was because when i got pregnant throughout my pregnancy the 9 months i did not have any single stretch mark i was actually blessed but then after my child came out my womb mm-hmm, let's just say tiger stripes all around my belly and eventually whenever my kid asks mom what are those i'm like you know what this is called this was your suitcase mama this is where you came from <laughs> because i wanted to know that be having stretch marks having 
scars because i have scars and she always asks as well as tattoos but that's a story for another day and she's always asking what happened here what happened there and i always tell her like i felt this happened this happened and she's always happy to learn insecurities being in primary and seeing that you're not fully developed and i put developed in quotations according to what people think that everyone should be on the spectrum of puberty that everyone should have boobs or should have an ass is that that was one thing that i dealt with because in primary school the boys in my class would grab my ass would touch my ass would constantly do everything and anything just to touch my bum and it was the most uncomfortable period because i would keep my boundaries and tell them no don't do that but they would learn day 1 and day 2 they'll be back to it and it was so much prevalent that when a teacher would do a diagram of a girl on the blackboard and the girl would have a big bum but the girl would have like pointy boobs they would always laugh and say that's me and I, it made me really self conscious that for a brief period of my life i prayed for boobs yes i prayed for boobs there's no shame in that and eventually they came in form 2 i was a late bloomer but then again i asked my friends what their biggest insecurities were and my friend mashaya said it was the lack of confidence due to the lack of a father figure diana said she feels insecure in her parenting her self confidence the beauty standards of the world and her intelligence Nandi said it was her intelligence. Debbie says it's her weight. Mama Dua says it's her feet. I resonated with each and everyone everyone's insecurity and my friend Bobo said the scars on her body. And I resonated with everyone because we've all undergone some certain scars and trauma. that make us feel like we are not enough in certain areas. With Mashaya when he said the lack of confidence to due to lack of a father figure, it resonated with me because I've not had a father figure in my life. And there are certain things and morals and values I wish I was taught by my father rather than my mom because there are certain areas that I feel like I would have presented myself more confident and I would not really shy away in a cocoon because my voice was not to be heard because they would look at my body rather than think rather than my mind or my intelligence or my intellectual capabilities with when Diana said about her parenting i resonated with that because i always feel like i'm lacking in a certain area of my parenting of my child self confidence it's not always monday to sunday that you're feeling a1 there are days will where you'll feel you're not at your best and you have to still present yourself despite that all beauty standards is that each year it changes last year or this year last year i think it was bbls where you have to be big breast small waist big thighs big bum and you you'll feel beautiful you'll be noted as beautiful but now everyone is embracing body positivity where we think that, where we know and believe that everyone is beautiful according to their own standard and perception of themselves it doesn't necessarily have to be the culture or the world setting the standard of beauty debbie said her weight and i when i asked more she said she would want to have more weight because she would want to be to look better to match her peers and to be taken seriously and debbie is a petite human being but she's the most beautiful human being i've met inside and out 
and I understand where her insecurity comes from and I understand why she feels that way. And we can say insecurities are basically projecting our fears. Not to listen to them, but it's easier said than done. The days where you'll wake up and you'll feel like you're the most beautiful human being in the world and then the days you'll wake up and you'll wake up with comparison and you'll look at someone and you'll be like, I want that, but I can't have it because of probably genes. I can't have that because of probably health. And it's scary. And at times it's daunting that it makes you feel like you're not enough and it sucks. The lessons that people have learned so far as of high as of I, is that there's no standard set. And unless it's something that can be worked on, it's all you've got. If it's your scars, embrace them. If it's the stretch marks, embrace them. If it's your nose, unless you're really willing to undergo nose surgery, it's all you've got. If it's your hips, if it's your bum, if it's your stomach, anything. If it's your flabby arms, chubby cheeks, flabby tummy, all of them i used to hate my thick thighs but then when ben soul and benem came out and said thick thighs save lives i stood with that mantra and i said you know what these thick thighs will save lives eventually i don't know whom's probably my phone whenever like you know but till then it's all i've got and it's it's just that thing all of us are on a spectrum of healing. There are people who are on like 10 steps ahead in the healing journey and there are people who are on the starting line. But that does not diminish their feelings or emotions towards the healing process. There are days where you f- wake up and you're like, today I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to list down the things I'm not comfortable with and see if they can be worked on or if they're things I just have to embrace and that's okay and the people who are healing or healed healed enough or healed according to that season of their life where they can tell you like they can be people who speak life into you what I would like people to do is that get people who speak words of life into who you are despite your insecurities despite your fears get people who speak life that whenever you're on a downward spiral of feeling like you're not enough they're able to ensure that you feel valued you feel worthy and you feel like you are enough as who you are they create a safe environment for you to express your fears and they don't necessarily give you solutions but they speak life into those fears so that you when you catch the vibe or you catch the sentiments thrown at you you don't feel like they have not understood you there's a recent um tweet i read not really on twitter but on pinterest is that when someone is sharing their fears or insecurities about about themselves think of it as them throwing a ball towards you and when you catch the ball ask yourself do you want to talk about why you caught the ball or do you want to talk about the ball and i think that is what people should learn to to do rather than providing solutions catch the ball and talk about the ball instill love instill value instill worthiness to your friends words of affirmation are key is a key love language in as much as not everyone is is 
words of affirmation is number one on the love language it's probably in the top top two or top three because many people have not been affirmed as they were growing up and now as grown adults still healing from their childhood traumas is that they need those words of affirmation to fully embrace who they are and once you see someone who has fully embraced who they are they are unstoppable they are trailblazers they're going to go for everything and anything they desire and want because they have been affirmed as i end this i rem- when you listen to this please read psalms 139 verse 13 to 14 for it says for you created me in my mother's womb and i am fearfully and wonderfully made despite your scars despite your stretch marks despite your mind despite your weight despite your confidence despite you feeling like you're not enough you were created by god and god does not make mistakes you are valued you're worthy you're enough but mostly you are loved till next time peace love avocado